Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. Georgia Hansen is an eclectic mix of corporate marketing communication savvy, intuitive-based wisdom and approaches, a wife and a mother. She started her career in PR and marketing 15 years ago. She's experienced in various sectors and industries, leading teams in a non-profit, agency and in-house environments. She has spent the last 10 years exploring awakening and intuition, the universal laws and how to tune into the infinite. She is an intuitive intelligence trainer, but her life experience has been the most prominent teacher. Her life's trajectory changed in a single moment on July 28, 2017. She arrived at the labour ward at 40 weeks and one day, expecting a baby girl. After medical checks, her world crumbled when she heard, We're so sorry there is no heartbeat. She went on to deliver a beautiful baby girl, born perfect but without breath and so began her life as the same woman existing in a completely new world. Her purpose is to shift the paradigm around loss and grief. She embodies her tagline, finding grace in grief and magic in the tragic. Georgia is an angel baby whisperer, angel mama advocate, intuitive marketer, and mentor and sacred guide. She has started her own company teaching intuition, business and how to tune into the infinite consciousness and use this wisdom to guide all aspects of life. She guides women to find themselves, especially those searching for their grace in grief and magic in the tragic. Good morning, Georgia. Welcome to Soulful Valley. Good morning or good evening here in Australia. (laughs) I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting that you're on the (laughs) other side of the world. (laughs) It's easy. It's easy to forget these days (laughs) it's because we're working with so many people on this book across the world we're we're everywhere aren't we yeah it's amazing would you like to share with our listeners a bit about a little bit about your chapter sure and your story and the work that you you do sure so um I my story my chapter is about my daughter and the catalyst that she was for um for changing my life and for um the message that I'm here to to share um so I talk about the the event that happened with my daughter I was um 40 weeks pregnant with my um first daughter after three boys long anticipated um journey to get to get to have her and we arrived in hospital on the way to hospital um I so about a week beforehand I was feeling I had been envisioning her for a long time for about eight years I had dreamed of her and I would see her um and about a week beforehand I just stopped being able to see her in our life um so we had everything set up where you know the capsule was in the car and I just you know how you kind of envision 
before you're having a baby. You envision them in your life. And I stopped being able to see her. I didn't think much of it. But um, on the way to hospital, I, we were in very, very active labour by the time I was, um, by the time we were in the car, I was, I think, one or two minutes apart in contractions. So um, rushing to hospital and I just had this sense of, um, I call it doom, but it really wasn't, it probably wasn't doom. It was probably just a, like my world is about to change in a way that I I couldn't comprehend. And obviously I had never known anyone who had been through my situation. So it wasn't even a thought in my mind. But we arrived at hospital. I was very, very um, in active labor in the in the labor room, in the, in the waiting room. And we were taken through and um, and then the I, I was very prepared this time for a sacred birth. I had done hypnobirthing and I had had some, a lot of intervention with my first um, my first two boys. My third boy was um, not so much, but I had decided with this one. I'd done a lot of awakening and I decided that um, I wanted a water birth and you know all the crystals and and I was fully prepared. So I'd I told the midwife that. And um, so she went off to organise that and came back with a Doppler just as they do to, to do a check. And um, I was maybe 10 or 20 seconds apart in contractions at this point. So I was standing up and she was trying to get a Doppler to work and couldn't find anything. So they got me to lay down on the bed and um, there, was still, there was still nothing there. And I at this point hadn't really... It still wasn't really clicking to me that anything could be wrong. Mm. So they brought a doctor in and a scanner and it was, um, I was facing obviously that way and the, the screen was facing away from me, facing the other three people in the room, the midwife, the doctor and my husband. And I could see they all had poker faces, but I still wasn't, um, I was so deep in my in my process of birth and and, you know, bringing this baby to life that I didn't really click. And it wasn't until the doctor went to put her, they, they asked, they brought another more senior doctor in and she, they, she was again poker faced. And it was then, it was when the first doctor reached out and put her, her pager up against her face. And that it's something about her doing that just made me realize that there's something not right. And so I just demanded what, you know, what's going on. And that's when, that's when I heard the news, which was, there's no heartbeat. We're really sorry. There's, she's gone. And I just, I think my world froze. And I just said, what do you mean? I'm still pregnant. She's right there. She went, how do you mean she's gone? Um, and then I went into, all I can describe it is, the primal screams of an animal that, you know, loses her, her young in the wild. And then after that moment, my husband was standing in front of me and I was pleading with him to tell me that it wasn't true. And he, he just grabbed my face and he said, she's, it's true. She's not, she's, she's passed away. I couldn't, I just, it, it's just one of those moments that is so surreal that I couldn't, I just I couldn't believe it. So after that, I had the most extraordinary experience, which was just this vibration came through me. Um, the pain stopped and this 
holy vibration just went through every cell in my being and even just thinking every time I think of it it still gives me full goosebumps and the words I heard rang through my ears and they were loud and it just said everything is actually going to be okay and that's when I just I went calm and after the you know the initial moments of get the get her the f out of me like like cut me open do whatever you need to and they um talked me out of that and said that um you know that we're advising we'll give you everything you need we'll give you every joke you need but but we advise that you go through with this naturally um and so I did I knew in that moment that it was the divine speaking through me that it was um that everything somehow would be okay I didn't know how, I didn't know how that was even, could even be possible, but I knew to trust. And that was when I think I'd always been highly intuitive, but, um, and I'd been, uh, I'd been awakening for many years before that, but that was the moment that I went, I have no other choice, but to trust in the universe, trust in God, trust in the divine, trust in myself and the intu- in the intuition, which brought her here in the first place. Um, I trusted that she was coming for eight years and I had three boys and I was dead certain that I was not having any more kids, but somehow she still made it clear that she was coming. So yeah, it was in that moment. And I went on to deliver the most perfect, beautiful, fresh, they call her fresh, um, baby girl. And she, yeah, was absolutely perfect apart from she had, um, she had bruising all over her body from asphyxiation. But apart from that, she, yeah, she had, so she had died on the way to hospital. She, a placenta had just given out. Um, and yeah, so it's, that's, she's the catalyst to this extraordinary experience. And I knew from day one that, um, that there was something bigger that there was some reason for ha- for this happening that was bigger than me, bigger than all of us, bigger than the the earth that we stand on, that there was some kind of reason for her swiftly, like she was so perfect, swiftly going like that. And I've since learned that there's like there's, there's many, many reasons and there will forever be many reasons. But the biggest reason is that to find your grace and to find your magic in all in all things, in grief and in the tragic, in the most tragic circumstances of life. And I have been sharing and teaching that pretty much from day one. Um, and, you know, it's it's really hard. I thought I was here to, to help other angel mamas because I wanted them to feel what I felt and know that there's a reason. But I've I've always been very careful and have never said to another to another woman who's been through what I've been through, it happened for a reason because mm. how can you say that to someone else? Um, but I know in my heart that there is a bigger reason that I can comprehend and I probably won't know the full extent of it, you know, until I pass over or, or whatever. But, um, yeah, that's my message is that, that there is grace in all of it and magic. And if we can find that in the most darkest of places, and we get to experience the most beautiful, magical, true and authentic life. And, um, yeah, that's that's my message. That's her mission and um, her legacy. So, 
Um, I've struggled with, so she, this was on the 20th of July on 2017. And I have struggled for three and a half years of how do I get that message out? And how do I, I've been, I've been building up and, and receiving the downloads, receiving the, um, you know, the information. And there's a thousand different ways that I've been shown I can do, I can, I can spread this message, but um, I was always, I don't think I was ready. I don't think, I was always told the divine will find its time, like you wait on the will of the divine. And I've done my learning and I've done training and I just have just finished a year long training as a third level priestess. Um, and I think I'm finally ready. I also had to go through a huge transformation in my own, in my own body, which was, um, took a radical decision last year to have weight loss surgery and lost 40 kilos and I'm now ready to be seen and heard and um and even though like I wouldn't say that that's what anyone else needs to do so that they're ready to be seen and heard I just knew for myself that was I, I wasn't congruent and now now I am and so now that I'm in alignment I feel like I can share this message um so I have some big big ways and things to, to do that all all kind of encompassing my past experience in in publications and media um I didn't think I would ever go back to like I didn't think I would ever use that experience along with my intuition and my wisdom but somehow it's kind of just it's exactly it's perfect um what I'll be doing so um it's all yeah it's all coming it's all in the very early stages, but it's, yeah, it feels so right. It finally feels really, really right. So. And this is such an incredible journey to share because there's so many people who have been through what you've been through who don't, can't talk about it, don't talk about it. My life started with, I think I've already shared with you that my parents, and it's the beginning of my chapter, my parents had um, a baby exactly a year before me that was at stillbirth and then another one a year after me that was a seven month miscarriage which to me is a stillbirth because she had to stillbirth, give birth yeah. and she was seven yeah. months pregnant so and, 20 weeks uh, 20 weeks and over is stillbirth yeah yeah but back then they didn't no. this is in the 60, yeah. 67 and 69 this happened and uh so I knew that it had happened because we were told that it had happened but we I don't know my mum's story like you've just shared yours with me. It was never really discussed, but uh, there's there's something magical about you coming out and sharing this because a lot of women will connect with your story. And how can because I know I know that you're ready to share this now. So how can anybody who wants to work with you come and find you? Um, I, I'm on Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, I have. In the background, um, I'm working on my big project, which I, I will share with you. It's um, it's a magazine, so it it's it's in the very very early stages, and I'm working through the guts and the glory of it at the moment. But it's um, it'll be a magazine that is um, is teaching the message of grace and magic, extraordinary women doing extraordinary things, um, and it's for for women who are on the cusp of knowing there is a transformation within them, 
who they can see, sense, they maybe can't, they can't see, but they can sense and feel something's changing within them. And they can't, maybe the veil is still there, so they can't quite see it, but they know it. So it's, it's for those women who are, you know, on a path of awakening mm-hmm. um so I want to share stories of of like the women in our book I want to share those kind of stories mm-hmm. um but also just um you know people who have been through any kind of extraordinary experience um so yeah it's it's um, um a publication a magazine because that's what my past has been in PR and marketing and publications so um, it's been a dream of mine since I was in uni but also probably way before that um so that that's coming and that'll be shared on my facebook and in instagram and have its own entity and, and identity um so yeah I'm, I'm really excited about that and i also have another book coming another multi-author book coming in later in the year as well as my own so i don't work one-on-one with anyone at the moment um i'm kind of i leave that out to people who come to me but um yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm speaking and I'm sharing and doing. I've, I've got a, my own podcast coming as well. Oh, brilliant! So, yeah, and I want to share other other angel birth stories. That's mm-hmm. like my first series will be because it's it's been so healing for me to share, and I, I have a, a a circle, a network of other angel mums who I who I've held so much space for, and I've held held them in a like my own little container and I want them to be able to have the same transformation that I've had in, in just sharing their story because it, it truly is um you know I, I still get welled up when I think of that moment again but it's 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 not a, a sadness or a deep you know deep mourning it's now the the grace and reverence that I have for that moment and I never want to forget that and we never we never want to forget those kind no. of moments and the memories that come with it so yeah what's the other book that you're a multi-authoring um it's called empowered women empowering the world um number two <laughs> so um at the moment we haven't started that process yet but it'll be in the next few months yeah it's great so yeah more empowering women's stories <laughs> I can't wait to read that one as well. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming and sharing such a a beautiful story with us today. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. Hopefully you will have heard something today that helps you feel a little lighter and more connected and aware of who you really are. My aim is to share love, light and wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think that it would help them in any way. You can find me at the Soulful Valley podcast page on Facebook which is linked to my free Facebook support group where I often drop in with an oracle card and share lots of wisdom in many areas. My website is soulfulvalley.com. It should be live very soon. You can also connect with me on Instagram at soulfulvalley. 